Hello, and welcome to Smart Supply Chain, a podcast produced by ALOM, featuring industry experts offering insight and clarity on a variety of supply chain topics. I'm your host, Jennifer Duell. As an environmentally and socially conscious global supply chain services provider, ALOM offers Six Sigma quality, technology leadership, flexibility, and true customer focus. ALOM delivers its clients' products flawlessly, enriching the end user experience and upholding their brand reputations. Our guest expert for this episode of Smart Supply Chain is Brandon Hulse. Director of Logistics for ALOM. Brandon's going to be talking about all things logistics in this episode. Brandon, it's awesome to have you on the podcast today. Thank you for visiting. Absolutely. Thanks, Jim, for having me. So we're going to talk about logistics within the supply chain. And I think maybe a good place to start would be sharing your definition of logistics and the role that it plays within the overall supply chain. 3PL, third-party logistics provider, offers outsourced logistics services, which encompass anything that involves management of one or more facets of procurement and fulfillment activities. So in general, in business, a 3PL has a broad meaning that applies to any service contract that involves storing or shipping items. And that can involve a single transaction, or it could bundle a services capable of handling supply chain management. That's a textbook definition if I've ever heard one. When I think about logistics, I think about the movement of materials from one location to another, or the movement of a finished product to an end user. Is my definition perhaps too narrow or too simplistic? Possibly. It can be seen in that light. And depending on what a customer requires, it can be very narrow in nature. But when I look at logistics, I'm looking at it more global nature. I look at it as the process of planning and executing the transportation and storage of goods from point of origin to point of consumption. And obviously, we want that to be as efficient and consistent and reliable as possible. And of course, being cost competitive. Is it better to work with a select group of carriers or is it better to have a wide range? In order to meet service and capacity requirements, I feel that relationships need to be built at local, regional, national, and global levels. And in addition to those levels, we also partner with carriers at local, regional, national, and global levels. So Some of the major carriers, very important to partner with one or more of those. But it is also important in order to meet those service and capacity requirements to partner with carriers that offer local services, regional services. From a global standpoint, freight forwarders that offer global services in heavyweight air and ocean. In addition to the carriers, other service providers offer solutions such as TMS. Can you help out our audience and tell them what TMS stands for? That's Transportation Management System. Okay, and how does a TMS help logistics professionals? It allows us to load or access 
all of our carriers across service levels. It allows us to access the estimated cost of that shipment at the time of shipment. And then it also allows us to understand the transit time associated with that shipment based on the origin and destination pairing and then the service level and the carrier. So that TMS looks at the order requirements and says, okay, this customer wants to deliver this within two days. What are my options? And we're going to pick the best cost solution. And by establishing a TMS, you're considering what are the service requirements, which carrier and service levels do you want to include in those service requirements? And then from there, the TMS is going to pick the best option from a cost standpoint, rate audit and payment visibility. So we're partnering with those carriers that offer services, local, regional, national, global, but we're also partnering with other service providers in order to support our business and standardize it as much as possible. Do you feel like the average supply chain professional has a deep understanding of logistics? That's a good question. So logistics is quite a different animal. It's part of that overall supply chain. However, it is very specialized in a lot of cases. Along with that comes the requirement of experience, right? Because you are managing business across multiple modes. So on a daily basis, our logistics department supports LTL, less than truckload, FTL, full truckload, parcel, heavyweight air, and ocean shipments. And within each of those different modes are different service levels. And we have to be cognizant and knowledgeable of the different services within each of those modes and the modes in general. So each of those are quite different. In order to provide the customer service support, we have to understand each of those service providers and other areas that a third-party logistics provider would offer would be claims management, freight management, carrier management, system configuration and implementation, and very important would be analytics. What is the main reason that an organization would choose to outsource their logistics? It's very beneficial for some of the small to mid-sized customers and even larger customers because a logistics department within a 3PL, we're able to provide the transportation services support that the customer would need to provide otherwise. And along with that comes the knowledge of the industry. Also, from a day-to-day standpoint, customer service support is required. So when we establish our baseline or our metrics, we try to manage by exception. And a lot of those exceptions come in the form of shipment expedite, shipment diversions, address corrections, stop shipment requests, and general carrier support. So we're taking on that responsibility from the customer. We're also filing claims. And a very important part of that would be freight management. In order to meet that overall service and capacity requirement, we have relationships across all of those modes and with multiple service providers within each of those modes. So in order to do that, we leverage the overall purchase power of a 3PL. And then we also have the dedicated customer service support in order to meet with them on a weekly basis and host quarterly business reviews to make sure that they're performing based on the expectations that are outlined. 
And I'm curious how the economy might influence logistics. I think that has a huge impact, obviously, from a volume standpoint. Logistics tends to be a high volume industry, and that leads us to solutioning to support that high volume. When the financial industry impacts overall volume, obviously we have to have the right relationships in place with the right parties in order to support both increases in capacity and decreases in capacity. And as long as that communication is in place and quality data, whether that be from a historical or predictive perspective, we're able to understand that and what it means to our business and therefore working with the appropriate parties in order to accommodate that. So that's from a volume standpoint. And then obviously we're always cost conscious, right? And we're wanting to partner with the service providers that are consistent and reliable but also offer their services at a market competitive rate. You mentioned analytics earlier. Can you tell me how logistics professionals use analytics on a daily basis? One of my favorite parts of the job that I love to dig into is analytics and partnering with customers. So when partnering with customers, we can take more of a strategic approach by doing analytics and looking at facility locations or node locations and optimization, what service levels would meet our overall transit time requirements. We can look at that business and the different carriers that we partner with, our TMS capabilities, and by strategizing and understanding the customer requirements, we can better solution that. So for instance, if a customer is servicing their customers, and it's similar to the domestic population, we can look and see, okay, is it best serviced out of the West Coast, the Midwest, the East Coast, or is it best serviced by one node, two nodes, three nodes? And then once we have that data, we can do cost analytics so that we can show the benefits of utilizing multiple locations or multiple carriers and multiple service levels. So all of that leads to better service, better on-time performance, and then at a lower cost. What is your approach to pricing and negotiation on behalf of your customers and determining what's fair? So I briefly mentioned data earlier, right? And data, both historical and predictive, that is financially sound is the key to establishing the baseline for that type of discussion. It, it truly is dependent on the customer requirements and the mode that customer will be utilizing. And within certain modes, there are certain key drivers like fuel surcharge and accessorials, uh, such as residential delivery area surcharge, things of that nature. So depending on the customer requirements, we obviously want to key in on the most commonly used accessorials. And when we're negotiating at 3PL level with the carriers within each of those modes, we're obviously keying in on the accessorials that we're going to incur the most. And then another way to look at it, okay, what accessorials such as address correction would be avoidable? And some of those are important to consider when negotiating 
But if they're avoidable, is there something that you can put in upstream in order to, once again, avoid those surcharges, therefore allowing you to negotiate based on the actual accessorials that you're going to incur versus a blanket negotiation? Are you talking to carriers every day? In most cases, yes. It depends on what level. From a day-to-day operation standpoint, once again, we have dedicated customer service associates that are working with the carriers on a daily basis in order to facilitate those customer service support requests. From a strategic standpoint, we're meeting with the carrier in order to address service and cost on a weekly basis. And we recently wrapped up our Q1 QBRs where we're meeting with the carriers on a quarterly basis, addressing certain carrier management items such as on-time delivery, claims, billing accuracy, freight moved as booked, and overall customer experience. You know, we're meeting with them and working with them daily in order to support day-to-day operations and quarterly from a strategic standpoint. Okay, let's do some fill in the blank. For logistics, 2023 is the year of, and then fill in the blank. The year of consistency and reliability. Just like any other industry, I feel our customers within the 3PL industry, both internal and external, are looking for consistency and reliability. I think it's very important for us to communicate and to be able to understand our business so that both us as a 3PL and our customers can be successful from a cost and service standpoint. What are your expectations for the rest of the year? We've seen improvement on on-time performance, and we are working very closely with the carriers and in order to maintain and improve upon that on-time performance. We don't want to see that decrease. And as we approach peak season, our traditional peak season of Q4, and we do start planning for that now, we want to maintain those relationships with our key partners in order to establish capacity in order to handle any increases that we see during that time period and make sure that they continue to perform at the level that we expect. What do you think is most important to logistics customers and end users today? When I think of customers, I think of internal customers across all of our departments, including account management, sales, operations, and external customers, such as our customers. And then also end users, such as you and I, which are purchasing and having that product delivered to us. And I think customers are more cost conscious, and I think they require more and more visibility and better exception management. So from a cost conscious standpoint, I think partnering with the appropriate carriers to meet the service and capacity requirement and making sure that you have market competitive rates in place. And then once you have those relationships, those agreements, and those service levels outlined, I think it's very important to be able to support that business, right? Because we're in a very high volume industry, and that can be done through a TMS. From a visibility standpoint, 
it's very important to establish those metrics with the carriers. Okay, how has this service and this carrier performed? How is that service level being supported by carriers within that industry? And so you establish that metric, and then we can manage by exception. And there are a variety of ways to identify exceptions. We utilize internal tools. We utilize our carrier tools and we utilize external tools. Allow access to those both to our internal customers, such as account management and our external customers, such as our customers and users. One of the things that I want to touch on is sustainability. How many of your discussions with carriers and customers have to do with sustainability? So we are partnering with carriers that are taking steps towards environmental stewardship, reducing environmental impact, improving upon and increasing their R&D, and also inspiring others to act more sustainable. We are partnering with carriers with like mind and similar goals, and we are incorporating that into our quarterly business reviews to make sure that we understand the steps that they're taking and perhaps we can share best practices. Have we reached a point where logistics customers have said, I want to work with organizations and carriers that are like mind related to sustainability and I'm willing to pay for that? I think in some cases they are, and we're seeing that in more and more customer requirements. And we are doing a better job of working with our carriers to better understand what they're doing. We're outlining the ways that they're improving and innovating their operations, such as replacing older technologies and vehicles or revolutionizing their facility and packaging. We also want to partner with carriers that are truly invested in in that approach. And once again, I think it's important that we inspire each other to act more sustainable. Brandon, what are some of the main takeaways that you would like to leave for our audience? I think it's very important from a 3PL standpoint that logistics continues to work with our customers, both internally and externally. I think that it's very important that we understand our business because without understanding our business and having that data it makes it very difficult to provide an optimal solution. And from an optimal solution, that definitely includes cost and service. But as we mentioned, being good stewards of our environment and making sure that we're partnering with the right service providers in order to meet all of our customers' requirements. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much for visiting with us today and sharing all things logistics. Thanks, Jen. Really appreciate your time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Smart Supply Chain. We hope you will join us for our next episode. For more information or to contact ALOM, go to alom.com. That's A-L-O-M dot com.